This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Today on episode number 354 of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, I went to a wrestling match and learned a lot about weight loss. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just deny it thin. Not till you lie. How's it going? Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Jackson from the school of podcasting.com. If you are new to the show, welcome aboard. I got to let you know right up front. I'm not a doctor. I'm not a trainer. I'm just a person like you trying to lose weight. And he said grabbing his phone since, uh, let's see, in the last month, I've lost 2.4 pounds. In the last week, I'm down a pound. And part of that was. I was actually going to be down close to uh, probably close. What did I say? Three pounds for the month, basically, if we round it up. Yeah, in the past month, uh, actually two and a half. Um, I had a friend come in from out of town, and then I had a niece who had a birthday. And where two or more are gathered, there will be bad food. But I'll tell you what my new plan is. But let me tell you about my weekend. This was uh, last weekend. I went to the Division Three NCAA Wrestling Championships. And a friend of mine, Jason Bryant, he's the guy that does all the the fun-filled, you know, now coming to the match from, you know, that whole thing. He's the cool big voice guy. He does a ton of podcasts about college wrestling. You can find him at Matt Talk Online. And I went there for, for two reasons. First, I never get to see Jason in person, and he's just a cool dude. And the second one was I kind of wanted to support my friend. I mean, he was doing his thing in my town. Granted, I had to arrive an hour to get there, but uh, I wanted to support my friend. And it was cool to kind of step into his world. And I really had no idea what to expect. I'm not a wrestling person. In fact, in general, watching sports is something I used to do a lot of that I just don't anymore, mainly because I live in Cleveland, Ohio, and most of our teams stink. Like everybody's all jazzed up about the football season, I'm like, I'm sorry, our our team is the Browns. I know they've made like 8 million trades. Trust me, they're still going to suck. But there were so many guys in spandex. Holy cow, I felt like I was at a rock concert in the 80s. Uh, That was interesting. And there were six different matches going on at the same time, of which Jason and there was another person that were calling all of them. And as a person who's slightly ADD, it was kind of a lot to soak in. And I was kind of like, look, I don't even know what I'm looking at. And this is what's so cool about living in 
our lifetime. I, I pulled up this little computer that I call my phone and Googled like how to score wrestling matches and figured out what it was and settled in. I was like, oh, all right, I get it. That's a takedown. That's a this and that. And some of the matches were very close with like no scoring, just big defensive battles. And then you see a blowout where one person was just really just getting thrown around the mat with like no control, really. And then there was this one giant guy. He weighed 275 pounds and he just kept basically throwing his opponents around. But here is what got me. I would look up and I would see someone who pretty much had like no chance to win. You know, you've seen that in sports where it's like 38 to two and you're like, oh, that's not going to end well. But the thing that got me is I would see a match where it was pretty much over. And there are times in wrestling where you get pushed out of the circle or whatever, for whatever reason, you have to kind of stand back up and, and start in the middle of the the ring again. And so there they were. So this one person that has pretty much no way of winning this match, lining back up in the middle, face to face with their opponent, their, uh, their opponent. And they weren't giving up. And that was what I was kind of like, man, look at that dude. He's, He's still ready to go in. He hasn't given up. And I was like, that's, that's kind of inspiring. And in wrestling, there are times when you actually line up and like one of you is on all fours and your opponent has their head, like their hand, they kind of reach around under your stomach and they have one arm on one of your arms. And I'm sitting there thinking, uh, that doesn't seem fair to the dude on the bottom. Doesn't seem like a good way to start. And uh, the choice of who would start up or down was determined by a coin flip. And I look up, and I mean, these guys, this is the championships. These guys are really going at it. So at one point, we'll just call him wrestler number one, had tried to wrap his, his thigh around wrestler number two's neck. Right? So they're doing it. And wrestler number two, like, stood up. He, so he stands up. This guy is still hanging on this guy's neck with his leg and if you kind of picture this picture one guy standing up he's got their their back to back and basically this guy's head is now resting on the other guy's butt his arms are straight down he's basically standing on his hands with his leg around this other guy's head and i just thought well there's something i didn't you don't see every day and it was a really weird position and i'm not sure Either wrestler saw this coming. Like when they said, hey, I got a match tonight. I bet I'm going to end up standing on my hands with my leg wrapped around somebody's neck. And I bet the other guy wasn't thinking, you know what? I bet tonight some guy's going to be hanging on my neck with his leg. And it's at that point that they both kind of somewhat paused for a second, probably going, yeah, now what do I do? But you have to kind of figure out where they were. They knew where they wanted to go. I mean, the idea of wrestling is to pin your opponent. And uh, and I'm sure there was some, some self-talk in their head. And then all of a sudden, they would put their plan into action. And remember the guy I was talking about before, the guy, 275 pounds? I watched him win match after match. And he was just throwing his opponents around like a bag of potatoes. I mean, it was like, 
you'd hear him land on the, he'd just pick him up and just, it was like, cause this is like real wrestling. This is not like WWE. Hey brother, I'm going to throw it. No, none of that stuff. There was no trash talking. And uh, this guy was just throwing people around and there really just wasn't much they could do. It was like this big dude, blue shorts, big giant throwing people around. And once he would throw them down, he would then just jump on top of them. And the next thing you know, they were pinned and the match was over. They were really quick matches. Now, I had sat there for a few hours watching all these things because Jason and I were to go out to dinner when this was over. And it was later in the night and really only the best head survived. And it was the last match of the night. And there he is. Here came Mr. Big Guy in the blue. Now, his opponent was in red. And for the record, that guy wasn't exactly tiny because you have to wrestle in your own weight limit thing, whatever it is. Again, showing my sports prowess here, the, the, the weight thingy that they were in. So you got the big blue guy and a guy in red. And uh, the match started in much like the other matches, the big blue dude commenced to throwing this guy around like a bag of potatoes. And I was just like, oh, this is, this is going to be another quick one. And, uh, but once again, the wrestler who many would think had no way of winning somehow kept coming back. He was losing big time, but he, he just wouldn't quit. He kept finding a way to keep the match going, whether that was crawling out of the ring. So the ref would like go call it. And then he could at least get off uh, the mat and, and go back up to where the guy would then pick him up and throw him. But I watched is once again, their arms, their legs, everything's intertwined. It looks like some sort of psychedelic version of twisters going on for those of you that remember twister and the red guy was stuck. And again, both wrestlers paused for a second and I thought, Oh, here it comes. The blue dude's just going to like break him in half. And I was right. Uh, here it comes, but I got a huge surprise. All of a sudden the red wrestler spun around and ended up on top of the big blue dude And before I could finish being surprised, the ref called the match because the big blue wrestler had just been pinned. And I was like, no, because I'm just telling you, this guy dominated all night and I couldn't believe it. Now, you might be saying, Dave, um, we're 10 minutes in. Are you going to talk about weight loss at all today? What does this have to do with weight loss? And I'm here to say everything. As we get older. We often find ourselves in different weight divisions. (laughs) I know I am. Uh, The amount of weight that I had to lose in my 20s is probably less than the weight I have to lose in my 50s. And then you throw on top of that, hey, I've been losing muscle all of these years. And uh, it's going to take more effort to lose the weight. And uh, it's going to take more more effort. It's going to take more determination. It's generally going to be harder and uh between you and me that sucks (laughs) and when i was little have i told you this story yet i can't remember if i have or not if i have forgive me but i would play ping pong with my dad and he would basically kick my butt i had no chance and he was really good and i would also play my best friend who was my age we're like teenagers and we would play for hours literally probably within a week we probably played 10 hours of ping pong. It was a lot. And then on the weekends, my dad was a a long distance truck driver. My dad would come home and he would kick both of our butts. He just showed no mercy 
for these young teenagers. If we were going to beat him, uh, there was only one way to do that, and that was to get better. And I just got listening. I got done. I listened to the book, Miracle Mindset. This is from JJ Virgin. I met her in San Diego two weeks ago. She's very cool. And uh, I've listened to her book, The Virgin Diet. More on that in a second. But she mentioned the miracle mindset. This is an amazing story. This is one of those things that you can't put down. It's wow. So she she shares the story of her son, who was a victim of a hit and run that literally left him for dead. Like this dude was like, if you could put your fingers up, yeah, he was that close to being dead. In fact, the doctors said he's not going to make it through the rest of the night. And it was a matter of like, how do you want him to die? And uh, he had severe brain damage. His body, it's just, you know, his body was broken, period. He had road rash, both legs, ankles, blah, blah. The dude was just toast. And he was never supposed to live. He was never supposed to wake up from his coma. He was never supposed to walk. He was never supposed to talk. Yet, due to a phenomenal mindset, uh, he is. He's playing tennis. He's beating his dad at tennis. How cool is that? It's an amazing story. If you go over to miraclemindset.com slash movie, there's actually a video that goes through the story. It's about 30 minutes long. It's If you, if you don't want to read the book, I, I would recommend the book. I really recommend the audio book. If you go to logicalloss.com slash audible, you can actually, it's JJ reading the book. It's really good. Um, and I, I, again, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. I don't read many books, but I listen to a lot of them. And this one I tackled in two days because I just, I, I, it was actually good. I was at the gym last night and I was on the treadmill for close to probably two hours because I just didn't want to quit listening to the book. And uh, it's just an amazing story. Oh, yeah, there's one other thing I forgot to mention. This whole thing with her, uh, her son in a coma. Yeah, that happened right before. JJ was getting ready to launch her first book, The Virgin Diet. And and she had gone all in on the book. Like hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars had gone into releasing, publishing the book. And now the big publishing company, those machine wheels were getting ready to roll. And you don't want to look at those and go, hey, can you hold on for just a minute? Just, I, and, uh, if this book was not a success, uh, JJ was going to be in some serious financial problems running her way. So, uh, did I mention it's a great story? You got to read it. It's amazing. So how do you, how do you launch a book while your son's in a coma and you're trying to protect? It was just amazing. So one of the things that stood out for me is how, and I thought about this, we always rise to the occasion. If you just take a second right now and think about one of the worst things that's ever happened to you in your life. And yet you're still here. Don't get too wrapped up in that, but you're still here. You made it through. And for me, I remember my dad laughing, not a giggle, but a big hearty bear laugh when I beat him the first time playing ping pong. He couldn't believe it. He was like, Oh, that, that was a fluke. The second game, he realized that, you know what? Uh, we can't let that happen anymore. 
he realized that I'd improved. And basically he paid attention. It wasn't one of those like, yeah, I'm going to go play with him and, you know, I'll let him get a couple points. And it was a close game. And he laughed again when I beat him the second time. Because now he was sweating. And I remember he said something like, all right, Mr. Smarty Pants, one more game. And I was having a hard time playing because I was excited. I mean, I was beating my dad. This just doesn't happen. And I was like, and the fact that I beat him twice, I was like, all right, now I'm getting a little cocky. But it was also kind of scary. My dad was a big guy. And I swear the whole house shook when he would get off the couch, march down the hall, throw open the door and tell me and my brother, you boys better get to sleep now because we'd be back there talking and they'd hear us laughing or whatever. And they're like, yeah, they're not sleeping. But here again, game three, very close match. We actually went into overtime. And of course, in ping pong, you have to win by two points. And in the end, game three, yeah, I won. And my dad laughed again. He was like, ah! He sighed. He took a deep breath. I just remember him shaking his head like, I can't believe that just happened. And he came over and he put his arm around me. We went upstairs and I ran and told my mom. (laughs) And JJ was talking about this. You don't grow. You do not grow at all without facing challenges. Think about tying your shoe. Remember when tying your shoe was like, I'm never going to get this. The what? The big round bunny does the the fox of what? I'm never going to. Can you please just tie my shoe for me? So it is these challenges that make us who we are. And she talks about this in her book. And just like the wrestlers, you need to figure out where you are. We've talked about this in the past. I took some before pictures because I'm like, all right, got a new strategy. I'm going to take some before pictures. And you know, the one thing I've never taken a picture of is my back because I've got the dad bod, right? I've got the, you know, there are times when my gut is like, wow, okay. and. so I, I take the front picture when I take the, the side picture, that's the one that's always painful. But then I took a picture over my shoulder of my back. It's not pretty back fat is not pretty. I think that's a new bumper sticker. And I just went, really? Wow. Cause it's just kind of saggy. And I was like, Hmm, you know, cause I used to, you know, I, I had shoulders and stuff and it's not there anymore. And I went, Oh, okay. But you have to figure out where you are, figure out what you're up against. Well, for me, I just turned 53. That means I've lost 30% of my muscle over the last 30 years. Yeah, 30 years. Isn't it 10% a year, something like that, if you're not lifting weights? So you have to figure out where you are, and you just have to give it everything you have. When I got back from Florida a month ago, I told myself, that, okay, you know, I had all this stuff. This is going to happen when I get back from Florida. This is going to happen. And then other stuff, this is going to happen when I get back from San Diego. Well, guess what? I'm back from both. And so I was like, all right, it's time to notch it up a bit and play in, in, and pay closer attention to my health. Now, what does this mean? It means I go to the gym now before getting on the computer. Cause you and I both know when I get on the computer, it's game over. I'm just going to get all ADD on myself. And the next thing I know I'm watching Ted Nugent videos from 78 on YouTube for no apparent reason. That's not going to help my health. Uh, I haven't played video games in a very long time. Why? Because I don't burn any calories playing video games. Not that I'm a big gamer anyway, but it was time to put me first. 
And so I did. Now, I was taking Advocare products. I've talked about that in the past. If you go to logicalloss.com slash Advocare. Um, and I was kind of, there were times when at the end of the day, I would have more pills to take. And I'm like, oh, that's right. I was supposed to take this one a half hour before lunch or whatever. And now I was taking those like religiously. And again, I was, was losing weight doing that. And it's not dropping fast, but it is dropping. And as I said at the beginning of the show, I had a really, man, I had a really cool line going where it was just straight down. Well, not straight down, but it was like a straight line. And then a birthday and an out-of-town guest, and all of a sudden there was a wrinkle in that line. And just like wrestling, there will always be, there's always going to be surprises that life throws at you. And sometimes you win, and sometimes you end up with somebody's butt in your face. Just the way it goes. But the bottom line is you've overcome obstacles before. And this new challenge is what is going to take you to the new level. And this is what I got from JJ's book. Yeah, it's, it might be harder to lose weight now than it was. But this challenge is like any other challenge you've had in the past. That you thought, oh, I'm not going to be able to do it. And you did those. And this new challenge is going to take me to a new level. And for me, that's going to be a healthy level that's going to keep me around for my great nieces and nephews. It's going to have me around to help more people. It's going to be, I talk about the new you. And it's these, if it it wasn't for this challenge, that's going to give me, when I figure this out and I actually do it, that's going to lead me to the new you. And it's not going to be easy. And there are going to be days when you're like, you know what? I did one this week where I was like, I was at the gym. I was doing that, tracked everything I ate, stepped on the scale and lost 0.2 pounds. Now, and JJ talks about, you have to celebrate the little stuff. I know I wanted a half a pound. I know I wanted a pound. I wanted, I wanted more than 0.2. You have to celebrate the little stuff. And I was like, all right, 0.2 is better than 0.1. So I will take a minus 0.2. And there are times when, You look on the scoreboard and life has 10 and you have zero. But that's when you have to come up with a new plan and realize that you can do this. And we have that voice in our head that says, no, you can't. And if you read this book, The Miracle Mindset, the reason that Grant, her son, is able to do everything is JJ just basically, if anybody got negative around them, it was like, no, 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 no. You're out of the room. You're out of here. She literally was, it's a, again, it's an amazing story. And then you, you find out if people can hear you in a coma. I'm telling you, it's a great book. And so for me, I had already, because I'd met JJ in San Diego, I had started to read The Virgin Diet. I'm pretty much done with that now. And I decided I'm cutting out things out of my diet. And I'll talk more about that in a future episode. She's actually coming on the show. How cool is that? And I said, I can do this for three weeks. And today I had to go to my PO box to see if anybody had sent me some stuff and people had, which was cool. Thank you very much. And I had to pass so much fast food. This is in a a kind of, it's just a cool place where there's just strip malls and there's a lot of activity in my PO box area, but I have to pass just, I have to pass donut shops. I have to pass dairy Queens. I have to pass 
Burger King and Wendy's and Mr. Hero, which you probably don't even have where you live. And you name it, I had to pass it. And when I passed the Dairy Queen, I was like, okay, I got this. And I, I drove right by it. And part of it was, I just, because of you, I, I, I need to do this for you. I want to get to my target weight for you to show you that I can do this and then prove that, Hey, if I can do this, you can do this because you can do this, but it means we got to try new stuff. And so the next time I go to the pass by a dairy queen, I'm going to have that experience of doing the right thing. I've said this in the past. When you do the wrong thing, you get better at it. Well, today I practice doing the right thing. And the whole time I just kept telling myself when I get home, I've got some cauliflower and I've got some other cool, healthy stuff waiting. So you're not really that hungry in the first place. I'm probably thirsty. And uh, so I went out and um, I have that experience now. The other thing I learned from the miracle mindset is you have to be all in. And so I I was like, all right, Uh, again, nothing against Advocare, but I'm going to try this. In fact, when I was talking to JJ in San Diego, we kind of made a joke about this. Do you know that most diets actually work? Short term, if you think about it, most of them do, right? The paleo, you'll probably lose some weight on that. And then you go the, what's the new one? Starts with a K, the Kutra. It's like there's no carbs at all. Like you can't even smell a carb. There's no carbs in that. And then there's another one where it's just like you just eat pickles or there's the grapefruit diet or the popcorn. Di- and and you'll probably lose weight on all of those. There's only one problem with those. They're not sustainable. They're just not. And so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to try the virgin diet. And so, uh, like I said, I've read the book and I decided to order some of her supplements. I borrowed a cookbook from the library. There's actually a virgin diet cookbook. And uh, I got to tell you, here's uh, here's a real something I thought eh, to me. Sweet potatoes are a avenue for me to eat a gallon of butter. That's basically it. And if you go to Longhorn, then they dump all that brown sugar in there. Ugh, how bad is that for you? It's basically fat sugar with a little bit of potato. Well, there's a, uh, in, uh, in this recipe, uh, this is actually, I take this back. This is not in her cookbook. This is in the Virgin Diet book. And I'll have links to these. Uh, if you go out to logicalloss.com slash 354, but this was in the Virgin Diet. It's sweet potatoes. Which, by the way, you can just fork, you peel and fork, throw them in a microwave for about five minutes, depending on the deal here, five, seven. And then um, it said a teaspoon. For me, I didn't even use all the teaspoon. You put cinnamon on it. And then I used this coconut oil and ghee, which is just fun to say ghee. It sounds almost like Scooby-Doo, ghee. Uh, but it's just, uh, by the way, do not put the ghee coconut oil in the fridge or it turns into a giant block of whatever, put a little bit, just a little bit of that on there and sprinkled it with sea salt. Man, was that yummy. That was some good stuff. And that's what I'm like. All right. I am not a huge fan of black bean stuff. I'm going to try some black bean recipes. I'm open to trying new things because again, I got to figure out where I'm at and I might need a new strategy and that new strategy is probably going to mean some some new food. I've yet to eat kale. I have kale in my freezer. I've just heard so many bad things about it. I got to get my mindset up 
you know what? That's it. By next episode, I'm eating kale. Tune in to hear Dave's kale report. And I might even do it live for the logical losers. If you're uh, not a logical loser, it's just a way to help keep me on the air here. Go to logicallosers.com. It's our private Facebook group. And uh, you can join for like a buck. And, uh, but that's my new strategy. I'm going to try some, uh, some, I'm going to try the virgin diet for a while. And we're going to see what happens. I'll let you know how it works. The bottom line is, as we wrap this up, the only way you lose is if you quit. And I'm not dead yet. I'm not dead yet. Right. So I'm not quitting. And uh, I was happy with my previous weight loss for the month for this year so far. I'm going to try this new strategy and see where it takes me. And uh, But that means... Again, what am, what am I doing differently here? Me first. I'm drinking a lot of water and I am tracking everything in, in my case, my fitness pal. And I'm seeing, and I'm able to look at that and go, you know what? I bet the scale is going to go up tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. And so I'm, next week, when I come out with the next episode, I want to compare. I'm going to go back like a month and look at how much sugar I was eating compared to what I'm eating now. Because I'm doing my best to cut it out. And there's like 50 different names for sugar. It's amazing. So we'll be talking about that. I'll have JJ Virgin on in the future as well. And uh, I just want to thank you so much for tuning in. I realize there's so many things you could do in this world. There's satellite radio, AM, FM, Hulu, Netflix. But you've taken uh, 29 minutes and 20 seconds to stick me in your ear. I deeply appreciate it. If you do want to support the show, go out to LogicalLoss.com slash support. And uh, I look forward to reporting back to you on how things are going. So get focused, figure out where you are, figure out where you want to go and make it happen because you got this. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free in iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll-free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just d- d- die it. Thin. Won't tell you lies. Thin. I want smaller thighs. Thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to